In today's episode, we'll share our thoughts on when is the best time and age to take your kids on their first Disney World vacation. Plus, we'll share a few tips every parent should know when planning their visit. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. You are listening to the Main Street Magic Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy Stein and John Marone. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and today I'm being joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hi, guys. In today's episode, we'll share our thoughts on when is the best time and age to take your kids on their first Disney World vacation. We'll also share a few tips every parent should know when planning their Disney World visit. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at MainSTMagic. So today's topic uh, actually comes from a question we had on Facebook a few weeks back, um, and it stemmed off of when is the best time to not only take your children to Disney, but the main question was how do you tell them that they're going to Disney or there may be some fun ways to kind of surprise them. Um, So we're going to start off with that and then we'll get into just some tips uh, and advice that we would like to share that may help your visit with kids run a little bit smoother. Uh, So first, let's talk about age. Uh, And for us, uh, both of our daughters, Kaylin and Lacey, we took them for the first time when they were 18 months. Um, And I think for me, I thought it was going to be way too young. Um, and it turned out that it was amazing. Um, but I know, I I think really there's, there's two times you take your kid for the first time. And I think the first time you take them is something like when they're 18 months old. Um, Kalen got a ton of enjoyment out of seeing Mickey Mouse out of the shows. Uh, we camped at Fort Wilderness, so she really enjoyed that, but she doesn't remember any of it. So... That first time for her was more about us experiencing it through her eyes than I think it was for her actually experiencing herself. Would you would you somewhat agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, but <clears throat> she did she enjoy, enjoy it, it. and yeah. she did. But, I mean, even though she doesn't remember, we do, and we right. have pictures and... And she can see the pictures. Yeah. And, and I think, and that's a great point, you know, is, is coming back and having either video or photos where now that she's 10, she could look back and while she won't actually have vivid memories, she, she can kind of live through those. Um, and uh, the moment I knew that 18 months was like the perfect age is we were at Hollywood studios and we went to see, it was, uh, uh, Fantasia Mickey at the time. Now where launch Bay is. And we went in. And we waited in line for Mickey, and it was it was us, it was my parents, it was your parents, and she ran right up to Mickey. She was so excited, I think kissed him on the nose. It yeah. was amazing. And I look over, Rhonda's crying. Next to her, my mom's crying, and next to her, your mom is crying. Yes. Um, so, but again, that was so much about the experience you guys had watching her as much as it was about, I think, the one she had, um, which which was really really cool. And then, really the. The second time you potentially take them is almost again like their first time when they're old enough to remember. So it's, I mean, studies have shown, you know, up and like kids when they're up till three or so have kind of short term memory. So uh, a three year old can remember something that happened last week and have those memories. But as they get older, they basically will forget them. Um, And I was just reading a study before we did this that it appears that seven is more of the age where you start to make lasting memories that you'll then remember going into being an adult. Um, 
so let's just say you take your, your child somewhere between the age of, you know, one and three, that's their first time, but it's more about, I think the parent. And then when you take them, when maybe they're seven or beyond, that's truly about them and then being able to, um, remember, you know? Oh, okay. So uh, that's, that's kind of where I think, I mean, the age, obviously if you can take them prior to them turning three, uh, it's going to cost you less money. <laughs> um, yes. if you were to do the dining plan, they are free for the dining plan. It, obviously they don't have to pay park admission. So I do think taking them prior to being three is a good age. And if you think they're not old enough, you're, you're right in the sense that they won't remember anything, but you're wrong in the sense if you think they won't enjoy it, you know? Yes. Um, and you know, now our, our, of course we go all the time. Our kids are making memories that they will, you know, remember forever. Um, and something else that I think is important is in, and you can talk a little bit about this because I'm going to make you, um, <laughs> consider, consider what's important to you when you're taking them, you know, are, are rides important? Are shows important? Is it just the experience? Like, you know, as taking an 18 month old, what are you going to focus on when you're there? Not riding Everest. Right. <laughs> so, Excuse me. Um, I would say your you know, parades and your characters and your shows and all that. Cause yeah, I mean, and then of course, thank God you have those rides like small world and Peter Pan and things that yes, you absolutely can ride with them and they're good on it. I mean, even in animal kingdom, you know, the animals, the, yeah, the safari is perfect yeah. for, for kids of any age. Um, and I, I do, th- now, you know, a lot of times we will see, infants in the park. Um, and those, a lot of times you'll see them, they have older children. Yes. So they're going for the older child. And of course they're bringing their infant. And sometimes you will see families that have an infant only. And it's very possible that they had that, um, they had that planned prior to knowing they would have an infant with them. But I do think that's one that you want to just, you know, um, keep aware as well and make sure that they're not going to potentially, this is going to sound so bad, but they're not going to hinder your time because you have an infant, you know? Right. Um, so that's where I think when they are a little bit more mobile, uh, when they probably, I, I mean, for me, if anybody came up and said, when's the first time I should take my kid to Disney and they had full control of, of planning and, and their times that they could go, I would, after we did it, I would say 18 months. I thought 18 months was absolutely perfect. Um, both of the kids at that age could get around. Both of them had watched Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. They were familiar with characters. They could enjoy parades. Um, so I think that was about the perfect time, don't you? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, so next, and this is all going to come with age, is uh, how, do you, how do you tell your kids you're going to Disney? You know, because I think the planning, the leading up to it, the countdowns, um, having them be excited is, is part of the vacation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think there's uh, numerous of ways you can tell them um, how we're going or, you know, well, where and, we're going. Yeah, and, that, and that's where age really comes into factor. If you, have, if you have just, say, like us, you know, you basically have a 10 and an 8-year-old, I think you can tell them from the beginning and let them be a part of the actual planning of the vacation. You know, so yeah. if uh, now again, for us, we just we just kind of do it. And, and, you know, I mean, the girls just they know. But 
if we had not ever been to Disney or this was our first time or second time at the ages they're at now, I'd love to sit down and say, let's look at all the hotels, you know, like we just did with basically with my parents and my brother on this trip that we're getting ready to leave on basically today for spring break. We sat around over what Thanksgiving and said, here's some of the hotels we have options for. And we let them pick kind of the hotel. Yeah. And so I think that's a really good way to do it with older kids, you know. Um, Especially with ours now, too, because we do go so often. And you, though I love you so much, just kind of take thank over. You. I love you, too. And you just plan everything. And it's almost like we don't have a say. And recently we have been doing things where we've listened to the girls. Yeah. And they, we've, and I've heard you almost say, that those have been the best days they have. Yeah. Sometimes the ones where they had more control. Um, and, and I'm just, I mean, I'm just that type. Like I need, I need to know what's happening. (laughs) And I like that schedule, but you're correct. You know, and that's what we do. For example, like with the girls' birthdays, we'll say, look, we're going to, we're going to Disney on your birthday. What park do you want to do? What rides do you want to do? What place do you want to eat at? And they're a part of that. So when you're leading up to getting your your dining reservations, when you're getting your fast passes, if you're if you've never been to Disney and your kids are at those ages, go on YouTube and watch. I would recommend for for restaurants go to Disney Food Blog on YouTube and watch videos on all the different restaurants and let your kids pick out the restaurant. You know, um, so I think that's a really good way if they're older. Uh, a, a, another option because you're going to get your Magic Band package. Uh, you know, a week or two prior to your visit, don't, if they're not part of the planning, don't, don't tell them anything. Um, (laughs) let that magic band package arrive. And I just saw somebody who did this on Facebook recently because they were asking, you know, what is the, what did the magic band package look like? They were afraid their kids might see it and it would be all marked with Disney or something on the outside and ruin it. Plain white box. Um, and they let their kids just open the box and there were the magic bands. And there's this like, Wait, what's happening? What are these? Wait, this says Disney up top. So I think that's a good way. And for me, that would be more in maybe the four to seven or eight range. Because here's another thing you're going to get with kids that age. If you plan this trip a year ahead of time, what do you think your kids are going to do for a year? Yeah, that's true. They're going to ask every five seconds. When are we going to Disney? When are we going to Disney? When are we going to Disney? So... So sometimes I think maybe them not knowing until closer to the trip where you can have a true countdown of, hey, we've got 14 days to go or we've got 10 days to go um, could be a better way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know? And then what, what, what's another option? What's something that we've done well, to I was the just children thinking, when, what, they, when they were younger? Right. What we did with Kaylin, um, we, it was a birthday gift because when her birthday, like like a Wednesday or something. Yeah. And, yep. Yep. Or it was during then, the week. It was during the week, and then we were leaving that weekend. That Friday, I think, after school. And we made up, um, you printed, you took a picture off the internet and yep. print, printed. We were staying at that point, the Art of Animation. Yeah, in the Little, Little Mermaid Little room. Mermaid room. Mm-hmm. So we printed that and, you know, said we're going to Disney, and she opened it up, and she was very, yeah. very excited. Well, and that was when, that was prior, I believe, to us being pass holders. Whereas now yeah. we literally, we went and met friends from New York. We, we took the kids out of school on a Wednesday. We didn't tell them mm. we were going down yeah. and we literally woke up that morning and said, um, you're not going to school today. You're going to Disney. How that did they did, respond to that? That did not go as I thought. I would no. have been so excited. I would have been like, yes, I don't have to go to school. 
Now, I will say we were coming off of winter break yeah. and they were out for they were excited almost to, three straight yeah, weeks, I feel like. And... So they kind of didn't want to go at first. No, they did not. And they I was like, school. are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> so it it took us took a little bit. And then and we also had friends that they were out of going out of town. So their daughters were supposed to ride the bus and go mm-hmm. with my kids to school. So I think once we, you know, once they kind of realized, oh, okay, all right, then they were a little bit, they better. were more, but, yeah, but, more it, but again, I mean, with going and it's, it's one, it, we're so, so fortunate. We're very, very blessed that we have the opportunity to be pass holders, that we live two hours away, that we go every month, but you can get into a point where some of that excitement starts to go away for the kids because Correct. it is very common. Um, so that's, I guess that's kind of our story, but telling them the day of, I think could be really cool. And if it's something you can oh, keep from your kids, you know, imagine, okay, you, again, we drive. So at this point they would be able to see billboards or they would be able to go, Oh, Hey, we're getting close to Disney, you know, but if you're flying in, you could just get them up in the morning and say, you know what? Pack your bags. We're going on a trip. And they'll be like, what, what do you mean? We're going on a trip. You take them to the airport. If they have enough sense that they see, hey, we're flying to Orlando, maybe they catch on. If they don't, just let it ride. Just let it keep going and see how long it can go until they catch on. That's where you're going. Um, So I think that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, because we did it that one time with Kaylin and girls. Yep. They were really young. Well, not really, but but they're probably a lot younger. Maybe three and six or something, probably. Um, and, And that's one where we didn't tell them anything. And no. this was, again, prior to us being pass holders. They weren't familiar. I mean, I'm pretty sure now if Kaylin was allowed to drive, we could put her in the car. She could drive us to Disney. She would know Probably. how to get there. So, But that was one where we just went. And next thing you know, we just said, oh, hey, look out the window. And we were going through the big arches that say, you know, Walt Disney World. Um, and that was really cool. They had no clue where we were going, no clue what they we were, were doing. They were so excited. And again, if we go back, it, it was kind of, it was neat to not have to hear every day when are we going to Disney when are we going to Disney yeah and I think it can sometimes be easier on kids where they don't have to have that anticipation and that countdown themselves like absolutely you know when are we going I can't wait because you can often your kids can often overlook something else that's going on you know and if you're if you have other things around your family around your friends around school you can keep them a little more present in that moment as opposed to them just spending a month thinking about nothing but Disney. Because the other thing that's going to happen when you spend all your time counting down to Disney and you go for a week, it's going to be over like that. Mm-hmm. And I think more if you're able to spring it on them in a sense, um, the trip, I think they can enjoy the actual trip more because there wasn't so much anticipation and so much expectation right. leading up to and it. And then you might have a better time and not have all these high expectations and then maybe possibly let be let down. Right. Right. Disney never lets you down though. Um, Unless it comes to resort parking fees. That's another show. So next. um, So so I think that kind of covers, I mean, I think those are some good ways to to tell your kids and it ranges. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, again, when you have a teenager, it's much different than if you've got obviously a two year old. So, you know, take what works best. And again, you know, your kids, so you do what's best and what you know will work best for your kids. Right. Um, so the, ne- the next part that we, we want to talk about really are some of the tips of taking children. Now, again, 
we've been taking our kids from age 18 months up to 10 year old. Now we've been probably three dozen times, at least in that time period. Uh, even when we weren't pass holders, we were still going twice a year on, on Florida resident three day tickets and stuff. And we would break that up into two trips. So we have gone from them being very young to now a 10 year old. Um, and these are the things that we've found work for us, uh, from being young to being older. And again, you know, your own kids. So whatever works best for you, 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 you take these, what we're saying from our experience and you apply it in whatever way it works. Uh, but we're, Ron is going to start off with kind of, uh, tip number one, and this is going to be more about the planning stages in leading up to the trip. Especially, um, if you're not Florida resident, <clears throat> yeah. excuse me, be familiar with your timelines where if you're not Florida resident, you know, you have ADR, which is advanced dining reservation. Um, you can do that. What is it? 180 100, days, 180 days out. Um, your fast passes, you know, you want to get the really good rides. Yep. So you're not waiting in a long, crazy line. Um, yeah. And then those of course are at 60 days. If you're staying on property, 30 days, if you're off property and you do have the Disney Springs hotels, which are in the the 60 day window. Right. Um, and those are, those are important. You know, it, it's so funny cause a lot of people that will call me or text me and they're planning a trip and they, they'll ask for, they, again, they know I'm a nut. So they're asking my opinion, you know, why on earth am I picking dining reservations six months ahead of my trip? I don't know what I'm eating for dinner tonight. Yeah. But for example, our anniversary, we have Ohana at nine fifty. And we're trying to move it. And we got those reservations, what, three two, months, two months ago? Yeah, we're going in April. Um, now, again, we didn't even have a trip booked until maybe December. Um, but still, we really, you gotta, right away, you gotta yeah. get them. You gotta you, get them. At, at 180 I can't, days, yeah. Yep. You gotta be on and you have to get them. And, and have my Disney Experience app for sure. Yeah. That, that has everything in it. it. Yeah. Play around, look in yep. there. Um, and, and fast passes are the same thing because again, don't, don't, and we'll get into this a little bit later. You know, you certainly, you want to be able to be flexible, but you have to plan your trip. You're much better off right. planning your trip down to the minute and then each day and then just being flexible and saying, I don't have to adhere to this, but if we do go by what I've planned, it's going to help because if you want to ride seven doors, mind train, you got to do 60 days out. If oh, you're staying absolutely. on property, if you want to do flight of passage, mm. if you want to do frozen, mm-hmm. you've got to get those 60 days out. And while your trip should never be dependent on whether you did seven dwarves mind train or not, that shouldn't factor in if your trip was good or not. But if you want to do it, you got to be 60 days out. Right. So make sure you do it. Um, something else we found is even as your children get older and if you were at home and maybe you were going to the mall, they could be at an age where... You no longer use a stroller. Yes. Disney's different. You may find that having an umbrella stroller, even when your kids might be a little bit older, um, is necessary in a park because you could be at a park for 10 hours. Yes. And that is a lot on a Or kid. you're going to be carrying your child. Exactly. Um, I mean, there's, you know, an umbrella stroller is perfect for at that point. You don't need something big. You don't need something major. But when they need a break... It's perfect to put them in there. Um, I, you know, I, I think, and and we stopped maybe age six, 
even though at home they probably stopped closer to like age four on a regular basis. You know, I mean, when we went, if we went to the mall, we weren't taking a stroller when they were five years old, but at Disney, you found it was much more necessary. I mean, we would go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we would go with friends that had kids that were younger that would bring strollers and Kaylin was like eight. And there were some times we turn, we look over and she's sitting in a stroller. Like, I just need a break. You know, you will walk. You're going to put 20,000 steps on your, your Fitbit or your Apple watch in any given day. Mm-hmm. Um, and 20,000 steps for me is like 40,000 for a kid. Right. <laughs> you know, so, cause I've got a much longer stride. So no 30,000 for me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've, we've, we've done it. We do it every day when we walk, but, um, so just, so again, know that, and you know, your kid, I mean, if you, if you have a kid who, you know, may get tired a little bit easier, then go ahead and prepare for that. Um, what, what's, what's something next? What, when you're doing, and again, this is going to come a little bit down to your planning phase, you know. Um, rider switch is really good when you have um, the young kids and, you know, like even Flight of Passage, this was sad, but we think they waited like a three hour wait. Yeah. And this girl was older than Kaylin, I could guarantee. And she was as tall as me, which that doesn't say much, but... <laughs> um, she freaked out. Yeah, very and they've had to go off. And what's great though is if they told them and said, "Hey, you can do rider switch," then the mom that took the daughter out. It was two, two. They had two kids, I think. They two did. Daughters, yeah. So the dad and the other younger daughter, which is kind of funny, stayed on. So then when they get off, the second daughter the younger daughter could go again with mom. Right. Um, basically, and it's basically you go through the fast pass line. So right. they will give you, yeah, Disney will give you a card. And I think you can take up to four people. Yes, you can back with you. So especially if it's something that, and shoot, sometimes it, <laughs> I wish we could still use it, but most of the kids, right? My kids write everything yeah. just because you can write it then twice. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's great so that adults don't miss out on something. It's great so that a child can still go. And again, all right, let's just say we're going to Everest, you know, even at our kids age, eight and 10, and neither one of them ride Everest right now. But um, let's just say Kaylin wanted to ride Everest. Lacey did not. Right. We would walk up. You approach a cast member as you're going in. You say, we want to do rider switch. They give you a card. Kaylin and I go ride Everest. Right. Rhonda still wants to ride it, but she waits out with Lacey. We come out. I hand that rider switch card to Rhonda. She then goes on through the fast pass line with Kaylin while I wait out with Lacey. Um, and but again, then if you have a bigger If we group, had a bigger party, mm-hmm. like we're going to, we very well may, and we never really have done rider switch. We may see a lot of use we out of it this when upcoming. We the kids were younger. Yeah, but not a ton. We just sometimes didn't do those rides. We may see... You know, we've got uh, my niece, our, our niece, who's going to be five. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got our nephews, twin nephews, who just turned eight um, two days ago. Uh, our kids are eight and ten. Um, we may even have to ride or switch with my mom because she doesn't, you know, she doesn't want to do yeah. the coasters and stuff. So I have a feeling we'll have we'll take advantage of this in this upcoming. And week. I think the reason we didn't take advantage, because when you are just four people, you know, and again, we live in Florida, like yeah. everybody knows it's it's easy to. Just pass by yeah, just skip it. But if you are, you know, coming from somewhere and this is your week trip, absolutely take full advantage of that. Yeah. 
So next, um, and if you go back and you listen to episode 38, uh, John and I discussed this in, in length. So if you have any confusion, go back, listen to that. But purchase Memory Maker, I think, especially if you're looking at a, a three-day or longer trip. Yeah. Um, you're with your family. This, this could be your, your once-in-a-lifetime trip. Even if it's your once-in-a-year trip, get Memory Maker. You do not have to worry about taking all these photos. You're going to take the normal photos of your family on a, on a ride or eating or just having fun or wait, you know, watching a parade, but you're going to get those lasting professional photos with the photo pass, you know, cast member. If you get memory maker, um, I think it is well, well worth it. And again, for all the details, just go back, listen to episode 38. Yes. Um, Next tip I think would be is, which is kind of funny for me, is take them out of school. Don't be afraid to. The reason I say it's funny for me, I've, the older they're getting, now I will be, yes, they're younger than, if they're in second grade and younger, yes, they are not doing anything majorly important in school. Take them out. Absolutely. Take them out two, three, four days. No problem. All week. All week. There you go. (laughs) But... I know for me, with my kids being older, I get fearful of taking them out. But I have a dear friend that is a school teacher, and she's like, it's fine. So I'm really trying to get on board with that. So, but yeah, take them out of school. And it's, yeah, they like that. It, yeah, and the re- well, yeah, and you're right. One is they love it. They're missing school. Two, during the week has a lot better opportunity for it to not be as crowded for you That's to get true. more done, especially if there's not a holiday or a spring break. You know, every three day weekend at Disney is going to be slammed. Mm-hmm. Spring breaks are going to be slammed. Winter breaks are going to be slammed. If you're thinking that, you know what, we have three days in April that we can take our kids out on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and go down to Disney, maybe from just say even Saturday to Wednesday, um, you're going to find it being much less crowded. So yes. that's 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 a lot of where that comes from and the reason that when you're planning, it's okay to take them out. Uh, something else that you want to do is make sure you pack a park bag. Um, and with kids, I don't care what age they are, have wipes. Yes, because I've learned that recently. Antibacterial wipes yes. and sanitizer. Uh, they're going to touch everything. You know, I, even our 10 year old who we think is very intelligent will run her hand the entire length of uh, a pole, uh, you know, uh, like the handrail. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, you look over and she got like her hand in her mouth or something. And Rhonda's in the corner gagging. So make sure you have wipes. Kids are going to get messy. You know, they're even for us. We've actually used them ourselves. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're, outstanding and you can buy the small packs of them um that, like almost their own little dispenser and they'll stay they'll mm-hmm. you know they'll stay wet in there and, and close up snacks make sure you pack snacks yes um so then you're not buying and spending yeah as much money because kids want snacks there's zero reason to buy mickey the, the tiny um pretzels that are shaped like mickey heads they're regular pretzels oh, they're gonna yeah. cost you like 9.99 go ahead and pack something like unless that. unless you're on the dining plan Right, and you and have you those have snack credits. But even credits. those, you can save those credits then for a Mickey bar or a Mickey pretzel or a hundred other items that are shaped like Mickey. Like, right, so, but, but, but have those things. Yeah. And, you know, uh, for our kids, um, sometimes it's easier just to know that, hey, we're just going to give them snacks and they're going to eat a smaller meal because that is a great money-saving tip. And then they, they split lunch or they split right. dinner. Um, have drinks. 
You know, you can now you can go to any um, say, yeah, quick sure, service yeah. and you can get a water. Yes. You can get ice water. You can for get free. ice too. You, and you can get ice. Yeah. So we've packed cans of soda mm-hmm. in our park bag. We go up to a quick service, say, all I want is a cup of ice. They give you the cup of ice, pour the soda in. You've just saved yourself like three bucks right there. Um, Depending on the month, watch the weather. We're we're at a time now, especially in Florida, where you can wake up and it's 50 degrees. Later that day, it's 80 and it feels like 90. If you're going to be at a park and you're going to be there when the sun sets or you're going first thing in the morning, make sure you have jackets or sweatshirts, something like that in your bag. Um, Because even though it might be 80 at two in the afternoon while you're watching a parade and you're sweating your butt off that night when you're waiting for the fireworks, it could be 55 or 60, you know, and then you're cold or your kids are cold. Um, And of course, make sure you have stuff to charge your phones. Uh, We like to take and we've been using specifically lately the fuel rod. Um, You can get fuel rods at any of the parks. You can get them at Disney Springs. It's $30. If you buy them in the park, you can get them cheaper prior online or sometimes even at airports i think they're 20 or 25 bucks but you buy a fuel rod 30 bucks first time uh it's going to it's going to give your your phone probably half to three quarters of a charge but when that battery runs out in the fuel rod you go back to a station and you swap it out it gives you a brand new fully charged one that's actually fun for the kids oh the kids love to do it so that's good uh we also have another battery pack we ordered from amazon that you can charge two phones at a time they will give full charges mm-hmm. and they will do it repeatedly. You just need to make sure at night when you're back in the room, you're recharging the charger. Yes. And now, that gives you the ability to still move about the park. Because, yes. yes, there are places where you can plug in. Few and far between. But, yeah. yeah That's but, why a portable charger is so important. Absolutely. I mean, and, I mean, uh, you know, again, let's be honest. You find you find a plug. Well, then you got to sit there for 30, 45 minutes while your phone charges. So you potentially yes. are missing out on your time. Correct. Um, and there's two main reasons your phone should stay charged. It's not so you're checking Twitter or you're looking on Facebook all day, not being with your family, which I never, ever do. Um, or not (laughs) so you're working. It's literally, so you have access to my Disney experience app. And so you can take those photos, you know, uh, with the way phones are now, majority of people are taking all of their photos in a park with their phone, as opposed to having to bring a big bulky camera. So you want to make sure it stays charged. Um, so next, uh, every single park has this, and I don't think a lot of people know about these centers. The baby center? Yeah. There's sunscreen, diapers. Place to feed. Oh, um, okay. they I are, did not know. They are located in every park, and the services are, air quote, free, you know. But you you can go, you can you can... Get yeah, free sunscreen for your kids. Now that if back you don't, to the park yeah, bag, make sure that, there's sunscreen yes. in your park bag. Make sure you apply it repeatedly throughout the day. Yes, um, but yeah, it, anytime you're there, January you'll get burnt. You'll get burnt. Yep, it's and we're talking 15 minutes. Yeah. So even if you think oh, I'm just going to a park in the morning, you know we got park hopper, hopper. We're gonna get there at rope drop, and we're only gonna stay till lunch. You want to make sure you have sunscreen on. Um, but the baby centers, if you forget it, you can get free sunscreen at the babysitter, baby center. Um, we have bought sunscreen at Disney before. And it is costly. Expensive. We bought it at Animal Kingdom that time. I think it was our anniversary last year. $13.99 yeah, we were... for what you would pay $6.99 for at your CVS or, or, or grocery store or whatever. Um, so definitely take use of the baby center. Uh, and for any of those extra things you may need or you've run out of. Or if your baby just needs to rest. 
that's a good place. You can get some quiet. You can get some AC. Um, or yeah, if you need to feed them or anything. Another one that is really, really important. Disney gets very crowded. Uh, there are lots of people there. You are often moving along quickly. You want to keep track of your kids. But what happens if they get lost? You know? Well. It, it can happen. Yeah, it can. We lost a kid at Toys R Us once. You could lose him at, well, well you lost a kid. You and my mm. mom lost a kid at Toys R Us That's once. Debatable. So <laughs> it's, we're just, that we have security footage somewhere, I'm sure. But one thing, now, if you're, if you're for example, Kaylin knows your phone number. By heart. Right. But so I mean, that's important that first I think of at all, they, age. you know, they go to a cast memory and, and teach your kids that in Disney, I mean, that is really good that you don't have to be afraid. Those are not people that you steer away from. Yeah. You know, yeah. oh, stranger danger. Know. No. Yeah. Let them know you, what a cast member looks like as far as their name tags, you know? Yes. And depending on their age, you may walk into Tomorrowland and if you see a cast member, just point them out to your kids. Say, you know, this is. This is what they. This is what a cast member looks like, and always look for that name tag and let them know. Yes, a majority of people I'm sure at Disney are extremely nice, and they would want to be extremely helpful. But tell your children go to a cast member. Don't yeah. just go to somebody watching a parade and, and say you're lost. Go to a cast member. Um, if they are young, now again, Kaylin knows your phone number, so she could go to a cast member and say, "This is my mom's cell phone number. Can you call her? We'd be okay." If they're younger. Don't be afraid to get like an ID tag. I've seen ones where they get an ID tag and literally it looked like the one you'd go to PetSmart and print off for your, your kids, but or your uh, animals, I mean, but get an ID tag and you um you put it on the shoe their shoelaces. Hmm. Or neat. I have even heard of people that have written their name and phone number on the child somewhere. Oh yeah. You know? I think I did too. So maybe you write it on their on their arm or, you know, they all they have to do is pull up their sleeve slightly and it's like on their their bicep or something. So that's an opportunity. Uh another one and this is more for the parent side, every morning when your kids get dressed before you go to a park, take a picture of them on your phone. So that if you realize your child is missing, you can go to a cast member and say, yeah. here's a picture of my child today. Right. This is what they're wearing. Because you've been at Disney for a week and you're on day six. You're not going to remember oh, what no. the heck your child's wearing that day, possibly. So you have that opportunity to say, here's what they look like. Because when they call and they put out the code, I can't remember what it is. It's a yellow or something. I don't remember what it is. But when they put out that code to other cast members over the headsets, for them to be able to say... Here is a child. They are wearing blue shorts and a aerial t-shirt. It's a tank top. It's this. You're going to have so much more um, of an opportunity of, of being reconnected real quick. Um, but just know that, you know, they could get separated from you. These are going to help you quickly be reunited. And I got to be honest, if I was ever going to lose a kid, I'd want it to be at Walt Disney World. Yes. I mean, if I'm Because I have heard honest, that yeah. the cast members are quite amazing yeah. they calm them down yep. I think they'll they, give them a balloon give them they'll stuff. give them a mickey yeah. bar they'll do whatever <laughs> they, it takes yeah they, they so if you look if you want free mickey bars just lose your kid on <laughs> no don't do that don't do, that. do not listen to what i say um something else i think that's really good and again we're such disney nuts and addicts you know so we we see everything but you know what what's what's something else that gets your kids i think in the in the, in the planning stages leading up to the trip gets them excited about disney well kaylin has watched Mickey Clubhouse, the what is it, Disney Junior, yeah. since she was born, oh, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um. So you know, 
things like that. Like, that's why I think when she was 18 months old and ran up to Mickey because she's watched him for so long and saw him. And, and she's like, I mean, you know, and that's where, that's why I cried, you know, like she sees this character, she sees this thing on TV and all of a sudden she's like, holy crap, this is, he's real. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's where you just, I mean, I mean, that's just like, you know, you or I, you know, we watch a person on TV and you see him in real life. You run into Karin Brar and Miranda May in Animal Mm. Kingdom, riding Everest. Anyways, (laughs) I was like, they're real. Yes, it it is. It is amazing. So things like that, watch, you know, if depending on their age and Disney does have Disney Junior, Disney XD and just a plain Disney. Yeah. Um, Because. You know, I told the kids to start watching that. They were watching Nickelodeon or something. And I was like, is that appropriate? And I was like, go back to watching Disney. Because yeah, you know it's all appropriate on, right. on Disney. And um, they teach you lessons. And it's just, it's great. Yeah. So, And it's gonna it's just going to make that connection even more. You know, if, if, if your kids have never seen The Little Mermaid, they're still going to enjoy riding under the sea they're still going to enjoy the little mermaid show at hollywood studios but the connection is so much greater if they've seen the movie and they're right. familiar with the characters um you know it's so funny because we did all the star Wars, we did star tours for a long time and we enjoyed it then we finally sat down and watched all the movies and then we went back to star tours and was it not like a hundred times better absolutely because all of a sudden it was like i remember that scene from the movie i remember this character that maybe i didn't really know before right. so i think watching those things is is nice. Um, something else, and this is going to go back kind of to making sure you have the stroller and things like that. Take breaks. You know, Magic Kingdom may be open yeah. on any given day from 9 a.m. to midnight. Don't go to Magic Kingdom from 9 a.m. to midnight. Take a break. Go back to your hotel. Relax. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you have children that are very specific about napping, you know, uh, make sure that you can head back to the hotel and just let them nap in a bed where they're going to be well rested. Um, and again, this all depends on your kid for our kids from day one. We, we made them nap in yeah, the stroller. We, we basically didn't let them determine our schedule. Yes. We determined theirs. So we have always been the type of parents where friends said, Hey, come over on a Saturday afternoon. And, and we had, you know, the kids were really young. We grabbed a pack and play and we took it and we let them nap in a spare bedroom in the pack and play. We didn't say, well, you know, our kid naps at two to four, so we can't come over till after. But again, that's us. Right. If you are on a schedule where your child needs to be in a bed that, you know, with their blanket and stuffed animal or something specific at 2 p.m. every day, work that into your schedule. Um, and that's not just for kids. That's for adults. You know, we're, we're getting right. ready to go on this trip. Um, about a year or so ago, my dad went through a year of several full knee replacements, had a lot of issues. He's not moving as fast as he used to. So something we even need to be aware of him is that we're going to need to take a break right. in the middle of the day. And, and I'm trying to work that into our schedule. And your mom will need a break too. So oh, yeah. Well, and, and we, it, and this is, you know, when we do our trip review after this trip, and this is one of the reasons we wanted to do this episode now. And this, when this comes out, um, we will be day two basically on our trip. So we will speak on some of these things. Cause as I mentioned, you know, um, our five-year-old niece has never been to Disney. Yeah, that'll be we, fun. We, I'm but, but we don't, we don't know how long she can go per day. How you know 
Right. What is it going to look like for her? When is she going to need a break? We don't know. Right. I mean, the boys, the boys too. You know, they've been to Disney with us four years ago. They're much, much younger. So that'll be interesting. And, you know, a break, a break could be that you decide, you know what? At 2 p.m. is the perfect time to see Frozen sing along at Hollywood Studios because it's a half hour show. You're sitting in a comfortable seat in the air conditioning. That might be a break. That might just be, you know, be just what you need or, or lunch or dinner. You know, any of those things can be a break, but if you have an opportunity to work in two to three hours to get back to your hotel, to take into account Disney transportation, if you're using it. Right. Um, I think getting back to the hotel, maybe sitting by the pool, taking a nap, just relaxing, really, really good way to go. Um, the next one, and this is something that we, I just did yesterday. Here, there's another great way to save a lot of money when but going to Disney. Buy souvenirs ahead of time. Yes. Buy things that your kid's going to go, I want that. I want that. And instead of spending lots and lots of money, you can already have it. Yeah. Especially um, clothing. You yep. know, if we, when, when was that we went and remember we were at the Emporium at Magic Kingdom and we saw that family in front of us. They had to spend a thousand dollars. Oh, they bought Disney so clothes. much clothes. I was like confused. And it wasn't like it was anything special from what we could see. It was stuff, you know, they were pretty, it was pretty standard clothing. It wasn't, um, it wasn't like, oh, 2018 or, you know, uh, uh, wishes is, is, you know, going away and they're replacing it with happily ever after. We want this special clothing. Go to Target, go to Kohl's, yeah. go to Walmart. Uh, they have Disney branded Disney, Here, they're by Disney. It's Disney not like it's store. knockoffs. Disney store we'll have is going to be sales a bit cheaper. And yep. it Amazon. will be cheaper. Yep. Anything. You know, if you know that when you walk down Main Street, your kid's going to want one of those things that, that makes bubbles um, and you're going to pay like 20 to 30 bucks for it at the park, you can probably order that from Disney store prior or on Amazon. So make sure that you buy souvenirs ahead of time. Uh, you could even load up your suitcase with souvenirs that the kids don't know about. And each morning, give it to them. They're, you know, they're not going to really know where it came from. And trust me, even if your kid is not the type that potentially wants a light up Buzz Lightyear or a bubble machine, they're going to want one when they get to Disney. Yes. You're going to be like, my kid would I never want, want this. I, I know. And I got to keep buying Rhonda stuff ahead of time. So she doesn't spend all the money in the, uh, the park. But... Um, and, and then last, we're going to wrap this up with, and this is going to be, I think needs to be my mantra, um, all next week as we're at Disney with the 10 of us and my family, because I am such a planner and I'm such a, you know, stickler for sticking to schedules and getting things done. Make memories. Don't, don't make a checklist. Yeah. You know, don't, don't let the amount of what you do determine whether your vacation was a success. Right. Let the memories, let the good time you have determine it. You know, I can remember last year we went for Mother's Day weekend. We went with um, John and Michelle, mm -hmm. you know, and, and their family. We went with our really good friends, Rob and Tina and their kids. One thing that stands out to me so much was when we were waiting in line for Splash Mountain and everybody was playing heads up on the phone. Mm-hmm. That was something that I remember vividly. I don't remember riding Splash Mountain particularly. Like, yeah. I'm sure we had fun. We can probably go back and look at the photo pass picture. But what we remember most sometimes are those moments, you know, is is just making, yeah, making moments, making memories. As and I said before. Down. Yeah, slow down. That's look around. Um, Ron, is, Ron is rolling her eyes at me right now. Like, dude, that's you. Yeah. And she's correct. 
when we went. That's one thing I remember of that trip, unfortunately. You know, Michelle looked at me and was like, what? What is he in a hurry for? Or what is he trying to? And I mean, I get it. You know, when it's, they don't have pass holders and you're trying to get I was trying to get Rob and Tina and their family who was their first time going to Disney you know again it's not cheap to go to Disney I wanted to make sure they got the most out of it I went about it completely the wrong way I can admit that because I was so much about making sure we did everything right as opposed to slowing down and enjoying it but it's so funny because when we go back and I went to Disney several times as a kid what what I remember, like your dad we always did the laughed. same thing. We saw all we ever saw the entire trip was the back of my dad, right? Because he was always in front of us, speed walking to get to the next thing, and that's where I get it from, right? But again, if if you hear anything in the background, our two dogs are just going nuts in here. So Rhonda's trying to wrangle them outside, but um, so that yeah, as always, Taco is making another guest appearance. But um, so so really, just take the time, and there's so much to see. You know, take the time and look at the details, you know, point things out to your kids that maybe they might not notice. Um, you're going to wait in some lines. And I should say it's you know, okay to wait in yeah. lines because some of them make a game. Out and of it. A, well, have a lot of them do now, like, you yeah, know, mind train, they have interactive yep. cues. So, and I'm sure they'll be doing more of that because there are wait times that you do, you get bored. Yeah. And I, it is neat to go around and see the how people are passing that time. Yeah. Or, you know, again, we've been going for two years consecutively every single month. And this last trip was the first time we ever did Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom at Magic Kingdom. And we never really did it before because we were always moving through the park really quickly to yep. get to the next thing. Um, now, with all that said, make sure you get a Flight of Passage Fast Pass. Make sure you get a Frozen Fast Pass. Make sure you get a Seven Doors Mind Drain Fast Pass. Well, you should expect to wait in lines. Those are two to three hour long lines. You yes. should avoid if you can. But any, anything else you want to add? I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm getting more and more excited about this trip as I think I get more and more aware of this is going to be about these five cousins, you know, our girls and, and right. niece and nephews being together. And we're going to be there twice a year. We're going to be there for five days. So, you know, um, we, we have the time to really enjoy it. Yes. Uh, and, if uh, if at any point I'm moving too quickly or oh, stressing you out, know. yep, you just <laughs> you just punch me in the ribs and be like, "Remember the episode we just recorded?" Yeah, and I'll make sure I uh, I come back down to earth. So, um, hopefully, hopefully this has been very helpful. Uh, you know, if there's any other questions you have or any thoughts you have, we obviously are not experts by any means. This is just through through our experience. <laughs> um, you know, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, let us know what works for you. Let us know what tips you have. Uh, but, but as always, thank you so much for listening. And if you can go out to iTunes and subscribe, if you don't already, uh, and make sure you leave us a rating and review. And if I sound like a broken record, the reason we want that is the more, the more you rate our show, the more you leave reviews, positive reviews, we hope, um, the better chance we have of ranking in iTunes and more people can find the show helps us grow. And hopefully we're able to give what we think is good advice to many, many more people who are planning their Walt Disney world vacation. I think that's all we've got for now. We'll see you real soon.